0: Capitalism will never thank you for your efforts or pat you on the back. There is not someone who's going to be at the end of the line and say that like, you did well, all the work you did for, for something and and we're we're thankful for your efforts for this society. It doesn't work like that and it's, it's not going to tell you that you made the right choice and that sacrifices that you made for work were worth it because it, capitalism simply doesn't care. When I was a kid, like elementary school, I thought that the bigger boss you are, meaning that the higher you are in the corporate ladder, the more time you have off. That you are such an important person that you only work for a few days a week and spend the rest of the time on your yacht or lounging at home or at the pool or playing with your kids. Because to me, it, it didn't make sense that when you get richer, you also need to work more. Money wasn't a big enough motivation to me, but still isn't, to voluntarily work at least five hours a day, five days a week. Freedom to do what you want or not to do anything at all was where the good stuff was. Of course, as a kid, I didn't really understand that often you need to work for those big paychecks and to get to be a big boss. But I think I did have a point after all. To me, it still makes more sense that the goal with working is not to work more, but to be able to afford freedom. Welcome to episode 4 of Unproductivity, the podcast about rest. Today we will talk about the subject called the grind culture or the hustle culture, grinding and hustling. And I I really got into it um, through this uh, term from a Murakami book called "Small but Definite Happiness" and the kind of like impact it had on on some communities. I feel like at least in in, in South Korea and in China there was this this um, trend about small but definite happiness and um, and while it was like a lot of it was about Instagram and and lifestyle, it, it did have a deeper meaning in it also and um it basically comes from this idea that that rather than than going for that kind of like big things in life um those like benchmarks that that are supposed to be the signs of success or the like points on the development arc that is our lives um Instead of those, you're going for the small things in life. You take a day off, or you 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 go to a cafe more often and buy um buy a buy a cake with the coffee and sit down to eat it instead of having a takeaway, or using an extra thirty minutes in the morning to just focus on your breakfast. Maybe you make a nicer breakfast with that time, and and you just the small things in life that you focus rather than the big things and i i thought that had kind of like there was a point in it and i think that point was that we are really it's it's a form of anarchy towards the like idea that that we have to be performing our lives into a specific pattern where where when you're 30 you're supposed to have this and that you and you're always supposed to try to find a better car a bigger apartment a bigger closet in your apartment you you have to always be acquiring more rather than being happy with what you are or being happy with things that are not material but it's life is not really like that um especially in our society it's quite the contrary we are stuck with what this is referred to as the hustle culture or the grind culture, meaning that work and working is everything to us. We're constantly available, um, trying to work more, optimize the rest of our lives so that we have as much time to be productive as possible. We don't have quote unquote downtime or free time because it's always used better. There, there, it can always be used better. Um, the pressure to perform all the time is killing us and, and we're afraid to do anything about it because to us there is really no life outside of it. The hustle culture, it's its very toxic. It glorifies overworking and it's really doing the job for capitalism. We're beating ourselves and, and each other. I think a good example is... Uh, is how working less than forty hours a week is seen as a temporary solution uh, or um, like a measure to adjust for a disability or illness or life situation, some kind of change in life. We simply have decided that working less than forty hours a week is not a thing for a quote-unquote normal adult to, to do. It's it's for people who are sick or old or young. We don't link success with people who don't overwork so we do link success with people who overwork we we don't see that someone who is working four days a week or six hours a day is successful um, they're merely in the like temporary situation due to some weakness or another they're deviant and, and not in a good way we don't link success with boundaries or healthy se- sleeping rhythms or habits or time with your family. We don't consider that someone who's like, oh, wow, I slept 12 hours last night and then I hang out with my kids all morning. We're just like, are are you like being lazy? Are you having a day, day off? Like, that's just su- such a like waste of time or we, we don't see the value with that kind of lifestyle. These are all sacrifices that, that people are expected to make for success, to sacrifice sleep or or time with your family. But like what is success then? More money? <laughs> I think the level of freedom is is linked with success. To me to me um it's like economic freedom to purchase what you need, not to be dependent on others entirely. Um but it's also freedom to live your life as you wish. Focus on the things that matter to me. It's 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 not labor. It's not as as somebody has said, I, I do not dream of labor. But what do we glorify then? Um, when I say that we glorify hustle culture or grinding, we we glorify being busy. Because when you're busy, you're doing something right in life, right? We're supposed to be busy. And the busier we are, the more satisfied we are, because we are being productive with as much time as possible. We glorify being exhausted and wear our burnouts like badges of honor. We think that sleep is for the weak, and and we brag on how little sw- sleep we can survive on, and 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 then after that, we use like a plethora of different stimulants to get us through the day. <laughs> like we are, we're completely reliant on caffeine and adrenaline to get us through the day because, like, frankly, we're not we're not made to be running around for sixteen hours a day. It's 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 not a natural thing to do. Nothing in nature. Oh, it's it's not a human thing to do. We we can look at at dogs or cats or or any other animal really that are just like lounging around for the most of the day because it's natural for them. But anyways, this like glamorizing of the grind makes us like skip our sick days. Um, we work outside the real working hours, just to do the little extra, or or we like prioritize work above everything else in life. We applaud people. Even if they have like a bad diet and you're losing their social life and family and and despise relaxation and time off just because they are they are grinding harder than we are and 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 in the end it's it's not the product that matters right it's not um it's 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 not how that project is gonna look like in the end or it's it's not about in like in the end it's it's not about the product itself it's about being productive and being busy. We think that the longer your to-do list, the more value your day has, and and people in, who are first in the office and for, for last last out the office are the, like superior workers. I think it goes like hand in hand with having to make like a purpose or like product out of everything, like hobbies or recovering or reading or listening to music or listening to podcasts. It's it's the it's also the idea that we need to use our downtime um, productively. So like let's say time after work and before bed or weekends, we we swap our movies and series to Skillshare videos and and documentaries. or am eat up documentaries, but we we swap our fantasy books to nonfiction and and the what are those highly effective people's habits, that kind of thing. We're supposed to huddle, hustle even when we're resting and turning recovery time, that's the quote-unquote downtime, into productive time. I I recently watched a video by a fairly big YouTuber, um, and it basically included hacks of trying to make you seem uh, less lazy or less of a potato. And try to find productive ways to do the things that might not be tra- traditionally considered productive, like when you're when you're watching Netflix, because you know watching Netflix without a purpose is bad, and downtime and doesn't turn you into a better being. Um, you're supposed to be analyzing the filmography. Film, fil- what's the what's the, what's the right word for that? Filmography. Okay. You're supposed to be analyzing the filmography, or or trying to find something new to learn. Uh, like, what can I learn from this? Is there is there some kind of lesson I can take, or maybe I can learn a language while I'm watching. I, but I don't I don't think the only worth of a movie or a series is is in its level of productivity or the possibilities of it that 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 it has for to be productive. Just like I don't think that's our value or worth. But I think that social media or internet in general plays a big role in in um, promoting and allowing and the the hustle culture. We're constantly available, ready to work. Since work is in on our phones and computers, that we are twenty four seven, we are supposed to be always ready to answer emails, take phone calls. I I've experienced this firsthand, and in a way that um, well. I do some free freelance uh, stuff th- through Fiverr, and I get answers from my like American clients at one a.m. their time, and Fiverr actually taxes me for not being constantly available. <laughs> I refuse to work or, like, answer messages outside my working hours, meaning that my response rate goes down, and I get less vis- visibility on that site, etc. Um, it rewards people who can answer. In the middle of the night. And I think that's pretty effed up. I Everything is so urgent these days. Stuff that isn't actually in a hurry. Needs to happen immediately. Uh, to re- no real benefit. Except for the sake of urgency itself. And I, I guess that there is some kind of medal that you can get. For, or some kind of award that you can get. For, for being uh, as available as possible. I mean I know that this can like 24-7... Situation works when it comes to like customer service or something like that online. But I don't I don't think that the rest of us or people <laughs> who who are not supposed to be working at those hours uh, sh- should be available. Because yeah, I I close my phone when I stop working. Um, or I I don't close my phone. I put it on DND, and then fiber notifications don't go through and and then i am asked if i'm not like i i take sundays off from work and if i don't answer during the sunday and and then on monday uh, or sunday evening even i get a message from the from the american client who's like excuse me is everything fine can you read my order <laughs> and and i still won't answer it until monday um and i think that's that's wild because nobody has ever been so far out of my clients has been in such a like an urgent position where where you you would have needed the product by the next day, or or in two days, or anything, it's always like a week forward. But we're still like expected to be available at all the time, and we get a lot of uh, negativity, <laughs> a nice word, for uh for not doing it. It's such a like a weird thing to do, or, or a deviant thing to do in the society. It's a bit like not having a social media because people can't be immediately in touch with you. Well, anyways, I, I think that we're, we're on a complete like autopilot, whether we are aware of it or, or whether we like it. <laughs> uh, it's through internalizing like social pressures, social norms. Um, we're trying to live up to the ultimate worker model, con- convincing ourselves that it's all worth it. The deadlines need to be met. Everything else can wait and even when i'm saying i know that somebody listening to you is going to start feel anxious about not making deadlines uh, cuz honestly I, I i low key do also but we shouldn't still we shouldn't blame ourselves for drilling past any realistic resources it's the only truth or way of existing we know um and the right way of living quote unquote that's preached preached in the society and and really in the world And on the other side of the coin is, of course, how we see people who are not like this. We think that they are wasting our time. Or no, wasting their time. (laughs) And that they are lazy or loitering around and being useless for the society. Uh, They could do so much more with their life if they even tried. And they definitely definitely should. Because we consider anything else than than grinding to be utterly wrong on on some level and and very unacceptable. (laughs) How would you explain to the elementary school Nelly that there is indeed no freedom until retirement for some, for others, there is more work? That Actually, when you go up the corporate ladder, it might be that you work for more, have less days off. And even those days, you're required to spend with the phone in your hand. That all the time off you have needs to be planned to the detail. Once... um, Free time was what compelled people to work on industrial settings. You work shorter work days, like down from 12 hours to 8 hours, and you get paid the same. What a deal. <laughs> but today, today we are told that it's not free time we want. Um, because lounging around is not what good humans, the homo economicus, does. But what we should want is more money for what, what we do. Because then we can spend it on the things that tell others that We have more money, right? Because of neoliberalism, we have been driven to consider everything through the lens of economy, like even life itself. Um, Hence the homo economicus. (laughs) Um, This late capitalist idea will drill us past our resources where disposable. Um, But you will not get validation or credit from capitalism or the society. No matter how hard you work, you're only grinding your own energy and continuing your own time. Capitalism will never thank you for your efforts or pat you on the back. There is not someone who's going to be at the end of the line and say that like you did well, all the work you did force for something and and we're we're thankful for your efforts for this society. It doesn't work like that. And it's, it's not going to tell you that you made the right choice and that sacrifices that you made for work were worth it because it Capitalism simply doesn't care. You you whipping yourself to be productive past any kind of requirement is only profiting off of you you we we don't have agency in the eyes of late capitalism because we're only a resource and nothing more. The governing of our times toward this grind culture is also a governing of our natural natural instincts and natural desires. And that's why Especially with men, sensitivity and following our desires is so stigmatized, and being in control of your quote-unquote human side is such a thing. It sounds familiar, doesn't it? The full control of our emotions and our desires is seen as a virtue. Um, the, the good worker doesn't need sleep or rest or sex. The worker that do- doesn't need to go to the nature now and then to refresh themselves or doesn't need to laugh and frolic with others. I think it's it's related to patriarchy strongly the way that men are not supposed to be <laughs> emotional uh, or, or the way that men are not emotional and in control of themselves is considered masculine and therefore quote-unquote proper or superior and the way that is reflected reflected on the traits that are stigmatized in women if a woman wants to be a leader she has to be masculine in in this way Um, in a toxic way, completely separated from nature, in control of her emotions and feelings and, and of course, those of others. Questioning the status quo and our relation to the grind and the hustle is a scary thing, because for so long we have been focusing on work and productivity as the only way of living. And honestly, I, I feel like it's scary to think how long I have lived purely with focusing on being productive. Um, and for being productive being the only measure of value for my life. Because um, once I started doing that, I started to see all the opportunities I had missed or dismissed because I thought that being productive on someone else's scale is what matters more. It's like this like cliche of, of watching your life go by as a movie where you can see the moments you missed seeing your kids grow, visiting your parents, enjoying time off, you know, things you didn't do. And it's anxiety-inducing to realize that... And it's anxiety-inducing to realize that it's all for someone else or something else. Because, again, capitalism doesn't care. It doesn't care about your missed moments, as long as you show up tomorrow to contribute to the accumulation of capital. And I am going to leave you with how i think we can combat this um one tip the first tip Honest, honestly i i i would recommend starting by putting your phone away <laughs> and, and try being unreachable for for the most part at least for as long as you can if you have a weekend off with no plans and no deliveries that you're expecting or anything that you need your phone for just like turn it off but other than that um restrict most of the apps that you have so that only the people who really need you or like your family and closest friends know how to reach you or have the ability to reach you. And if you need that that app for, for food or Uber or whatever, then then have it. But like take a break from social media and, and your emails and anything that's going to trigger any kind of stress. If it's If it's not possible to take a weekend off, then take a day off or an evening off or two hours off. Or start by two hours and work your way up. Because it's... it's <laughs> once, once you... When, when we're so used to having our phones and being available at, all the time. And when we quit it, it feels like there is a part missing in our lives. And it can be... You, have, you get ridiculous fear of missing out. And um, it, it takes a while to get used to it. So maybe small portions, is a, it's a good way to start. Another thing you can try is, is try saying no. Try saying no to work or draw boundaries on when you can or cannot be contacted. Like, hi, um, I'm going to leave work at five o'clock on Friday and then I will get back to you on Monday if there is something after that. And it's not... You have the right to say no, especially to things we're not bound to do through some contract. If your contract doesn't say that you need to work during the weekends or it says you work 40 hours, then you work 40 hours. It's just like in any relationship. Drawing boundaries is difficult and is really, really scary, especially when we're used to doing what the other person or party says. But I think that for the sake of our mental well-being and physical well-being and cognitive well-being, emotional, any kind of well-being, I think that it's good to start to slow down. And and even if it's for for an hour or for 20 minutes in a day, it's, it's, it's good to stop the hustle. Because cause, as I said. Because in the end. The, the extra pressure that we put in. Or the extra work hours. There is not going to be a credit for it. And uh, what we only end up doing. Is consuming ourselves. Thank you for. um Listening to today's episode. Or this week's episode of Unproductivity. I thank you for your time. And your interest in sharing my passions. Uh, as always you can find me. On at Unproductivity Pod. And I would actually like. If you have someone in mind or some topic in mind you would want me to take up with a guest, um, please send me a message or a comment on some picture or something. Um, I'll I'll get your recommendations and your interests since I am planning the future episodes um, this weekend. Uh, Thank you again for tuning in and until next time.